Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It has been a record year for losing jobs. And getting the money if you run the companies. True. True. Yeah. Gamers 2 Podcast, another week. Another week, less jobs. Yep. Another week. More uh, money at the top. Yep. Bigger divide. Oh, starting off real positive. Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary. Not, not as big a fan. I like the Rosemary way more than this one. Yeah, the Rosemary was actually um, better than I thought it was going to be. This, yeah, not to interrupt Matt in the middle of his show. Related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Like this beer. Beer. Burr. Burr. Um, Rosemary. What was it? Rosemary's Rose- Baby? Yeah, which is the joke on Rosemary's Baby. Uh, but that was from Two... Two Roads. Two Roads. And I think that, that was the one that was uh, pumpkin barrel aged in yes. rum. Barrels. Yeah. And it was good. It was a good pumpkin. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. This one from Ithaca is so, a chai pumpkin. And it's got the pumpkin, but the chai is just killing me. I'm going to finish this beer because I have a problem. And when I say I have a problem, it's not alcoholism. So I need to, I need to preface <laughs> that. <laughs> but I have that problem where, for the most part, if I open something and try it, I'm yeah. going to drink it. Unless it's actually like distasteful. Yeah. Uh, I think I Ithaca is generally overrated. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I know uh, Flower Power is a favorite of people's, but I've never liked it. Flower Power is a... You have to like hoppy stuff. Yeah. It it would be up... It's the... It, it's in the... Uh, in my mother's realm of beers. If she... Still drank, where it's like, you know, what's her, what was her quote to me? Oh, blend up that pine cone and inject it straight into my not exactly that. It's more of the she wants a if she's gonna have a beer, she wants to have like she wants to know she's having a beer, so she wants to get that that punch, yeah, that hoppy just get punched in the face. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? I hate hoppy, yeah, like there's I'd much take a lager, pilsner, yep, that's what and. That's what I've been drinking is Pilsners lately. That's the way to be, man. Yeah. You know, just one low low alcohol content. Doesn't doesn't kick your ass. I'm old. It's more know. than piss. Yeah. That's, a little bit, a little bit more than water. 
get a little bit get get above water and get above flavored piss. Yeah, which is all the you know typical domestics. And then you can you can have an you can have an okay time. But you know what else you can have an okay time doing? Playing new video games, obviously. Segways. I don't know anything about that. Well, <laughs> you did just play two new video games. Look at you go for, th- for three seconds. <laughs> it's more games than I've played in three months. Well, let's talk about the new releases. Football Manager 2024. Whoa! For the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch, it is officially out. It is on Game Pass. It is installed on my PC right now. Got him. Got him with the Game Pass. You always get me with Game Pass. Number four, The Invincible for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number five, Don't Die in the West for the PC. Don't tell me what to do. Number six, The Forest Cathedral for PlayStation. Number seven, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2 for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number eight, Spell Force Conquest of EO for PlayStation and Xbox. I think that's EO. Sure. All right. Thank you. Number nine, Tintin Reporter Cigars of the Pharaoh for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number 10, Artifice War Tactics for the PC. Number 11, Beyond Sunset for the PC. Number 12, Big Fat Battle, the BFB for PC. Number 13, Concealed for the PC. Number 14, Risk of Rain Returns for the PC and Switch. That's not the mobile game, right? No. Did they announce a mobile game? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. And then Risk of Rain 2 Survivors of the Void DLC for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 16, Nine Years of Shadows for the Switch. Number 17, Bemfito for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 18, Cuisiner for the PC. Number 19, Demio Battles for the PC. Number 20, Like a Dragon Gaiden. The man who erased his name for the PlayStation, PC, Xbox. Also on Game Pass. And also on my PC. Game Pass. Game Pass, Game Pass. Number 21, Tales of Arise Beyond the Dawn DLC for PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Number 22, Wild Shade Unicorn Champions for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 23, Air Twister. For the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. And number 24, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. For the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Good old Call of Duty. Showing up. As per usual. Quite a week we got going on here. There was some big news, but it was like not substantial big news. So we got like a lot of like, you know, things that aren't great. There There was a lot of news. Yeah. Just kind of, eh. Yeah. Couple things expected. Yeah. Coming, Couple the, things not expected. Yeah. I feel like all the exciting stuff was all things that weren't substantial. So it was just like, a, oh, here's a little thing that you are you know is going to happen now. And it's like, well, fuck. Yeah, so there's, there's some things we're going to talk about. It's going to be a good balance, good balance episode. Some highs, some lows, some me poking fun at Matt. Some him trying to come back at me and me doubling down on what I just said. It's going to be a good time. I don't try to fight it anymore. It's the first problem. You just let me get away with it. I mean, it's not a problem. It's just like, you just got to, you can't, you can't fight nature. <laughs> what's the, what's all the stupid, um, 
Ah, I can't, I can't even remember where I'd be getting it from. Warhammer, maybe? No. Oh, why can I not really think of where I'm going to pull this from? I can't remember what I've been dealing with, like, game-wise or whatever that's, like, been talking about this. But it's like, no, it is their destiny. Oh. Destiny. Yeah, you can't fate. fight fate. You can't fight destiny. You can't fight whatever. It's all Always. A common motif. And I say, don't tell me what to do. Devil I guess got a war. Got a war a little bit. Yeah. That'd be where I'd be pulling that from. Having a prophecy that supposedly has told everything you're going to do. I'm not that important to get prophecies. You know? Not one of those people. We also don't know any giants. That's true. Well, no. No, don't know any giants. Don't know any midgets either. We're short people. Or uh, small people. I do know a small person. Small Asian guy. Oh. He's really funny. I think Ty was the closest one I knew. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny if you know Ty, because he'd laugh. Yep. All right. Who wants to kick Uh, it off? I'll, 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 I'll come in second. Coming in second means I'm coming in hot with the old layoffs because there's a lot more of those this week. So let's just get it out of the way. NASCAR rivals developer Motorsport Games has cut around 38 jobs in a recent round of layoffs, mostly affecting roles in the UK and Australia. I think that number's higher now. The Aussie studio has completely closed. And development on its IndyCar game has been suspended. I suspect Motorsports Games is um, not looking good. Yeah, not not long for this world. Yeah, someone will buy them up or some some other nonsense. Uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about it, and this is a weird time to bring it up. Go for it. Uh, but speaking of like NASCAR rivals and and Motorsport Games, even though it's the name of the studio, um. F1 is in Vegas next weekend. Ah, the old dead pig track layout. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be... That's true. Actually, that's true. That does make sense. Now that I, like, think about it, that makes sense. I yeah. have, I have only, like, watched titular things. I haven't watched anybody, like, yeah. really talking about it. That makes a lot of sense. Um, anyway, so F1 is in, is in Vegas the weekend of the 19th, so, like, the 16th or whatever. Um, but... In in that happening, F one twenty three, the racing game that EA makes, is going to be free to play for everybody on anything from the sixteenth to the twentieth. Ooh, good move! So they're really pushing. Race, you can race the Vegas track, I assume. I would hope. I mean, why else do it? Uh, the joke there is that the track looks like a pig on its back. That's true. The track layout. And uh, ticket prices are crashing. And so. the funnier thing about all of it mm-hmm. is when asked if they cons- they thought about the temperature of Vegas when booking Vegas, they said no. Of course not. We didn't think about the temperature of the city. So let's do a street race, street track, on temperatures, in temperatures that we've never raced in low end. Perfect. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. It'll be exciting. Regardless, it'll be a shit show, but 
Which is the best kind of exciting you can ask for. Yeah. We'll when the another... season's already decided. <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> you, need you got a, a point. Shit. You need a shit show. Or get some weird wins. Um, Where was I? Esports and gaming organization 100 Thieves has announced another round of layoffs, dropping 20% of its workforce. The layoffs mainly affect its game dev team and energy drink brand. They have an energy drink brand? I think it's called Juvie. That's a terrible name for an energy drink brand. I, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy I didn't know about that. Both companies are being spun off, though, so they're going to become separate entities. Um, Ubisoft has conducted layoffs that have affected its visual effects and its IT teams. Uh, overall, 124 employees were affected by the job cuts. fuck is Ubisoft doing? I don't know, but I You're love... You're going to cut IT teams. That's where I was going with that. While making live service games and permanently delaying X Defiant, you still haven't released Skull and Bones. Ubisoft's... Um, I don't know about Ubisoft. I'm really... You know when they talk about documentaries about things and like you want to see the crumbling of like a bad NFL season. So they have hard knocks where they're yeah. like following around a shit team. Mm-hmm. Somebody's in the Ubisoft offices right now, like videotaping the end of it. Right. I hope so. For the last two years. I hope so. Like, I just want to know. I hope so. <laughs> Speaking of that, I do have a, a documentary that popped up on my YouTube. Do you remember Boogie? I love our tangents. Yeah. Boogie two four nine six or whatever. His, yeah, two nine nine eight or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, Boogie's lost a lot of weight. Uh well, relative to where Boogie was, he uh, yeah, true. He <laughs> um, there's a documentary posted about him uh, about his fall from from uh, Grace. Grace, I guess. You know, in case you want a sad story or potentially a sad story. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. All right, uh, Geo Media has... I don't even know who these are. Why? Are they, oh, that's why. Has conducted layoffs across the company and its publications, including gaming site Kotaku. Uh, the decision has resulted in 23 redundancies across Geo Media sites and the shuttering of women's cultural uh, outlet Jezebel after 16 years. I've never heard of that one. I haven't either, but I'm not a woman, so... Neither, neither am I, uh, but I feel like... At 16 years, we would have heard it, it like referenced once, at least, normally. Um, One would think. One would think. Uh, I think this is a good thing. We'll get into that, though, in a later story. Okay. Um, Australian studio Samurai, Samurai Punk, don't have a mini stroke there, has announced that it's shutting down. No idea who they are, but, you know. I like I, the name. I, the yeah, Im- the name. image in my head. It's a good name. I like. Unity announces layoffs despite increased revenue and reduced losses. Revenue rose 69% during nice. Q3 2023 to $544 million, but layoffs. And then Warframe developer Digital Extremes has laid off an unknown number of staff and has closed its publishing division. Um, there's this thing that happened. Well, there's two things that happen when I drink drink beer. I had we I had a single beer. For context, 
for for context, I'm on my second one. My ear, my ears, like I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. Like they oh, almost right. get, um, like they almost get like numb. Okay. So like my not necessarily my ears, but like my eardrums, like my ability to hear, gets like are reduced you okay? in are a weird okay? way when I drink alcohol. And the other thing that happens, <laughs> that's just just like the. I make the noises go away. <laughs> I, 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 I literally drink to make the voices go away. And it's not the voices inside me. It's you shutting the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the other thing is I get like wicked hiccups. I've noticed. I get hiccups no matter what I drink. If I drink things, I, I could just be drinking water at work and I just all of a sudden feel like I'm going to have hiccups for like the next 30 minutes until I figure this out. Yeah. Well, what I've noticed is I only get hiccups when I drink draft beer. Interesting. And I don't know carbonation think, or something or I think it is because when I pour myself a beer and I think like generally like I try to I pour it aggressively to try to remove as much carbonation as possible. I can you you know what I'm gonna ask for. What's up? I need like a hand demonstration or something of what you mean when you say you pour it aggressively. So you know how like you see some people who will like Hold a glass sideways. Yeah, you want it to match it because you want to take an even flow. And you don't want to foam a beer. I purposely foam a beer to remove carbonation. Okay. So I will so you, pour it you, straight in. So you will either pour it straight in and or just put, foam the, it. put the glass in the sink and pour it from a 10-foot radius. Yeah, like I just <laughs> foam the fuck out of it. And then I'll let it rest for like, you know, a couple minutes to, for the foam to reduce. Right. Um, And then I drink it. All right, fair enough. And I think when I, you know, you go out and you get a draft beer, I think people, I think you know, they're not doing that, obviously. No, no, no. If you're at a, if you're at a bar, your yeah. correct spout pour out of a tap is the tilt. Yeah. So I, uh, I think that's the thing. You know? And then I, I generally also have the issue where, like, if I have a drink, I'm not a person who can like nurse drinks. I'm like a very much like. I'm this gonna is drink an item this. I need to yeah. consume, so right, like no, I'll just like drink it, and then like it's that's gone. why I always joke about people that get ice in in soda fountain drinks. Yeah, I'm like, if you go to Burger King, you go to McTop. Excuse me. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna start. Yeah. You bring it up. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking course. start hiccuping. Um, you go there, and if you're in the drive-through and you just order a combo meal, you're pretty much screwed unless you want to be that person that says, "Can I not have ice?" Yeah. Um. I usually try to specifically just order the sandwich for that reason because I'm like I'm I don't want. First off, the cup itself is like three quarters ice. Yeah, they generally fill it with ice, it. then put yeah, and then put liquid in. But at the same time, your machine already keeps the liquid cold. I don't need. I'm going to drink this fast enough. If I'm ever in a point where I like, oh, I needed ice to keep it cool. You want to know what's going to happen then? The ice, by the time that it would be relative to keeping it cool, is going to melt. Yeah. There was times when I was walk- when I was working at the theme park nearby. Mm-hmm. This is uh, fuck these fuck gaming news. I guess we're just gonna you know we're gonna take the moment of like layoffs. Let's tangent real hard. Oh yeah, it's fine. As per, I mean, we'll get back to layoffs as, as, as is tradition. Um, yeah, we're gonna oh we're gonna get right back into layoffs. Uh, so we're up there and it was. There were a few summers, because it was just a summer job. There were a few summers where it was 
hot, you, wet you, summer. You could hit like a hundred and five up there if you weren't careful, especially depending on like if you were on the higher elevation mm-hmm. with no tree coverage and whatever. And there was one, one or two days where I was up in the upstairs, what is essentially a barn. Like, for all intents and purposes, it might as well be, because it's just a wooden, there's a roof, it's wooded, there's no, like, circulation, and it's just, thinking you know, of that, like, sta- stagnant, oppressive, like, heat. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, like, you, you're probably going to come close to suffering heat stroke if you're not, like, careful. Yeah. And I'm up there, I can't remember, I was counting, like, t- they had a bunch of t-shirts, I think I was counting for, like, inventory or whatever, and... I'm just sweating my balls, and I'm I'm pounding waters because mm-hmm. the the deal was that usually what what the team would do is if it was a little bit of a downtime or whatever they'd have somebody go make a tray of water, so go over behind one of the cafes, get a bunch of like the paper cups, throw ice, throw water in all of them, and then go drop them off to all your people nearby. So make sure they stay hydrated. It's a hot day, obviously. You don't want hey here's here's a water, here's some suntan lotion if you're outside, like you know it's, yeah. Or suntan lotion, sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> they were never offering suntan. Maybe sun, well, they were offering suntan lotion. If you brought it yourself, you brought it yourself. But they weren't offering. The girls were probably passing around. Oh, they they always had some, but like they were always bringing. Here's some sunscreen. Here's this. Don't die. Don't yeah. pass out. Like we need you to be, Don't a, die. be alive. We're not have insurance for that. So we were up there, and I had stopped for like just a break or something just to get out of there. Cause it was so hot and like go shove myself in front of a fan or dump, dump it at the bottom of a water ride just to cool off for a little bit. Or go look for some of that tanning lotion with the girls. Oh yeah. Right. But so I, I cool off as much as I can. It's a hundred something out for the girls. Anyways, <laughs> it's like a hundred something. out. I think up there we had clocked at like 114. It was fucking hot. Uh, and so like, okay, We'll go back up and finish what we're doing. Like it was nice because we were kind of just being left alone to do what we needed to do. Mm. Um, but I remember getting a getting a cold drink. Uh, I think I went and got a soda, which hydration supreme right there. I got a soda, and then I purposely was like, "All right, fine. I'm also gonna bring up two two waters full of ice with me, and then another cup that's just ice." So I literally brought like my own tray up there. Mm-hmm. I remember I pounded the soda immediately. I pounded one of the drinks with ice or with ice water in it, and by the time I went to grab the next ice water, there was no ice. It was just water, and it was just water. And I drank it, and it was kind of cool, but it was like on that like we're about to be room temperature. And I glance at the other cup that was just ice, and it's full water, and it's not cold at all. It's warming up, and I'm like, all right, I shouldn't be up here anymore. This isn't okay. <laughs> I work on the sun. <laughs> yep, I'm basically. Anyway, hey, let's talk about gaming news at number two. We're still going with layoffs, sort of. Journalists from The Escapist have resigned in response to the termination of its editor-in-chief, Nick Cal- Calandara. I almost said Calandra. Calandra is what? I, had a guy, I went to school with someone with the same name, and they pronounced it Calandra. Okay, Calandra. On Monday, Calandra announced on X that he was fired for not achieving goals reportedly set by the Gamers Group. Why is Gamers spelled that way? I don't know. That's how they wanted it spelled. By the Gamers Group, which acquired the Escapist last year. Calandra shared more information on Discord, revealing that the entire video team has resigned in response. This includes Ben Yahtzee Croshaw, who created the video's review series Zero Punctuation. 
which is what I'm going to have if I keep reading like this. <laughs> Contributors such as Amy Campbell. Two beers. It's not even two beers. I wanted to say Campbell, but that, for whatever reason, the P being there stopped me. And I said Campbell because that's what it is. It's fine. Parks Harmon, Darren Rooney, what I say. Matt Laughlin, and Design Delves JM8 have also left the site in response to Calandra's termination. We're not done yet. Former The Escapist staffers have announced the formation of Second Wind. Fitting. I like it. Yeah. The new publication is an employee-owned and independent subscription-based outlet. Quote, Second Wind will be focused on creating content that's informative, interesting, and fun, and everything that you came to expect from the team behind The Escapist. End quote. Second Wind will provide subscribers with videos, podcasts, and live streams. So... And in that same theme, former Kotaku Vice and the Washington Post journalists have launched Aftermath. Aftermath is an independent subscription-based site and podcast covering internet culture and video game news. The publication was founded by career journalist Gita Jackson, Riley McLeod, Nathan Grayson, <laughs> and, and Luke Plunkett. It intends to focus on breaking news, criticism, and analysis. Aftermath Aftermath also aims to focus on labor matters across video games, streaming, board games, and journalism. Uh, Sensing a trend here in the old video game industry of, uh, you know, reverting back to the small but plucky journalism outlets let me let me see if i can find it so i'm going to shout out another one here i just gotta see if i can find it research on the spot research that's what we do for you insider gaming insider gaming twitter account yes i think they're also a website okay it's got like tom henderson and i believe and a few others that are all yep. all other people that are not are to be doing confused that. with inside gaming right uh but insider gaming doing the same uh like more of as a hobby on the same side there's their actual jobs. Mm-hmm. I was I've given that a follow. The two people I know following it, myself, and the quintessential gamer himself. Okay, so I know it's got good shit in it. Yeah. No, I think this is. Um, I mean, granted, assuming that some of these survive, it's a good thing because I think um, I hope that they can survive in a way that allows the people that are creating them to just live off them and not. Because what I see is kind of like the insider one where it's like, hey, we have, we're writing for Forbes or writing for whatever, like we're writing yeah. for the big one and we're doing this on the side. Yeah, I think that's why they're trying the subscription model because like, I mean, wouldn't it be nice if there was something like, um, I don't know, I guess the athletic would probably be the closest analog, like something that gives you quality content that's worth paying for. Yeah. And even then, the and, athletic does a pretty, I think does a pretty decent job when it comes to gaming if it's sports gaming related, they have a lot yeah. of F- FM articles Yeah, that are like, oh, here's a lot of them are your typical, like, here's your best wonder kids. Yeah. But then there was a, there was a series that was being done. I think I've talked about this. There was a series being done by the guy that they hired uh, two years ago, maybe. Hmm. And it, it was him writing. He took over Newcastle in the save and it was him writing each week, like this story of him being in the role and like it was just this role play story using fm as a medium and 
holy shit, was it one of the best things I've ever read. Yeah. Just when I joke about like putting myself in a tux and green screen streaming FM yeah. as like a sideline shot manager type thing, like it, it was everything you wanted out of a, what you feel being like role playing the manager. Yeah. He's telling fake stories about how him and the new GM went down into the basement and saw a trophy cabinet that was empty, but talked to them and tried to lure them like into the void until they actually were able to bring like, no, we don't talk about that. It's a haunting past and all this just a, like just good, good storytelling. And it's like, yeah, you can have critical journalism. Mm hmm which is what a lot of these guys focus on. Yep. But then I would also love if they were just more mono mono Yeah. Bro, I had a great time playing this game, and you let me tell you, you'll really feel like Spider-Man. And then it's just like, all right, well, you're not allowed to use that terminology. Bang. Because <laughs> every uh... fucking news outlet that says, you know, you really feel like Spider-Man when you're playing as Spider-Man, it's like, oh, shut the fuck up. How do you know what Spider-Man feels like? Exactly. What do you know? <laughs> I need more pictures of Spider-Man. Uh. Anyway, how about we uh we're talking about some Nintendo, uh, Matt's favorite company. You you guys would have loved it. How angry Matt was getting watching a Nintendo game getting played and then being like, "But the animations are good." I mean, the I, games are good. That's I, the annoying and part. I hate them for it. <laughs> That's the annoying part. It's like they do quality stuff. And then sometimes they don't. But sometimes they, everyone's like, oh, Nintendo. <sighs> Anyways. Well, speaking of that, Nintendo is returning to live action films with a new movie based on The Legend of Zelda. Nintendo is co-financing the production with Sony Pictures, but the Mario Maker will be putting up more than half of the money for it. Sony Pictures will distribute the final product worldwide. The film was being produced by Nintendo and Arad Productions, with Nintendo representative director Shigeru Miyamoto and Arad Productions chairman Avi Arad listed as producers. Arad is best known for producing many of Marvel's TVs and Marvel's TVs, Marvel's TV and film projects from the X-Men and Spider-Man cartoons of the 90s through to the Tom Holland Spider-Man films, as well as Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and its sequel Across the Spider-Verse. He also has experience with video game adaptations, having produced Double Dragon cartoon of the early 90s before his comic book excursions, and more recently producing the Uncharted film, which also starred, well, Tom Holland. Tom Holland? Holland. (laughs) (laughs) The on-screen talent has yet to be announced, but Wes Ball will be sitting in the director's chair. Ball directed the Maze Runner trilogy of movies and is also handling directing duties for the upcoming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, which, frankly, is a mistake. I was just going to say, I do not understand the appeal of the Planet of the Apes films. Okay, so I can't remember who I got into this with. No way it was you now. Based on that, on you saying that. Who did I get in this fucking argument with? I'm assuming someone was trying to argue that they were good. No. Okay. I, I like, enjoy watching them from, like, a popcorn standpoint of just, like, Haha, dumb movie go burr. And I'm gonna eat I'm gonna eat a bunch of popcorn and drink a bunch of beer and I'm gonna forget and fall asleep halfway through and I don't really give a shit if I finish yeah. it. Um But at the same I can't remember who was I arguing with because I was I was saying how the names are fucking ridiculous. 
Yeah, they make no sense. Planet of the Apes. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Return to the Planet of the Apes. The Rise of the Kingdom of the Planet of the Planet of the Apes. Apes, 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 Planet Apes. Have you seen our ape overlord Apes Planet? And I'm like, I don't know what any of this means, and none of you are Gorilla Grodd, and I don't understand how that functions. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, oh, Caesar. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Okay. Why is he, why is he, I am legending towards the Statue of Liberty? And now there's like birds in this one. I watched a trailer for this yeah, one. Yeah, ha- like, he's a hawk. He's, got, he's a fucking bird handler. He's got birds. And then there's other types of gorillas and like are, are prime apes. And they're all like in their little, they're all racist. They're all like in, in their own species. Yeah. Well, they're just doing this cyclical human now problem where here we go again. And then eventually I maybe that's how they end it. Caesar realizes that they're going to cause the problem, and they're like, well, we've seen how this plays out. We just, we've we've gone too far. We need to hit the reset button. Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, we hit, need to hit that for a while. But anyway. Actually, I think we need to stop hitting the reset button. Ooh, interesting. Interesting concept. Let's just let it burn With out. Hollywood. Oh. No, Hollywood needs a reset button in the way that, like, they need a reset button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford needs to die. <laughs> he will soon. Don't worry. Any um, anybody that's been in more than ten movies, you're out. They need like a. Have you written three? We need like out. a French Revolution. We were pretty close. The strikes were pretty close. I just want to. I just want to be able to build a a, a guillotine. I just want to eat cake. Around. Yeah. Cake or death. Um. Cake. All right, let's... Uh, Two slices, please. I would love cake. Uh-oh. Cake or death? We're out of cake. Death. I or, need cake. Or chicken. I, it's mm-hmm. a, I need cake, but I don't need 20 pounds of frosting. So let's just calm down. Okay. Just give me the cake. Go light on the diabetes. Diabetes. I will for Brimley for Liberty Medical. <laughs> you can get your supplies sent straight to your door. Oh, my eyeballages. That's not good. Anyways. All right. How about some Blizzard-related news? But, man, it's not BlizzCon. doesn't need to be BlizzCon. We're riding that Blizzard high right now. Everyone's real hyped up on the Blizzard. They're all on that Blizzard dick. Uh, Where was it? Activision. It looks like Shadowmorn. <laughs> what? Well, Frostmorn is Lich King's sword. Shadowmorn yeah. is, the, is the player version. Mm. What sword? Ooh, good um, good joke, Matt. Well done. Yes. Got one. I'm proud of you. Uh Activision Blizzard. You know what you said about I'm proud don't. of you. <laughs> like other people say it, I don't know. Um Activision Blizzard has announced the end of the Overwatch League. In a statement sent to GG Recon, the company said it was transitioning away from the Overwatch League. And is planning to take competitive Overwatch in a, quote, new direction, end quote. According to the Jacob Wolf report, Activision Blizzard is reportedly in talks with the Saudi Arabian state-owned ESL Face It group to run the 2024 Overwatch season. I think this is basically not the Saudi part, but the them ending it was known before BlizzCon. Okay. Um, Just before anybody comes out of the woodwork. Do we care? Nope. Okay. Doesn't affect us, honey. 
Now for some quotes from some interviews with Mike Yabara. I like his name. It's like unique, but easy to say. Yeah. It's a very good, like, executive name. Like Phil Spencer. Yeah, I mean, that's that's up there. Quote, I think the way Phil Spencer approaches building teams and focusing on culture and enabling creative freedom is going to give Blizzard a lot more of that sense of being an independent studio than, than ever before. <clears throat> Uh-oh, here we go. Uh, my iPad decided to scroll, sorry. That's what I really mean when I talk about a new era of possibilities of empowerment. Of serving players even better than we ever have. I don't remember the exact timeline, but Mike might have been there when Phil was just starting to. Because Mike has Microsoft backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Quote, we're afraid to create... We're not afraid to create (laughs) new... (laughs) Freudian slip. Um, Quote, we're not afraid to create new IPs. We're not afraid to turn models upside down. That can be someone that has an idea for a four-hour experience or a 400-hour experience. Did, you know what we didn't see any of at BlizzCon? That new survival game. That's true. So, And the final quote from Mike Yabara. Going to Phil and saying, hey, can we do this? I think he would look at me and, and go, run your studio. I do think our decision-making will be faster. Those kinds of changes, I think, are going to increase transparency in an awesome way. End quote. Yabara added that Spencer wishes to make Blizzard more independent than it was under Activision. Any uh, thoughts, feelings, criticisms? All, everything sounds good. Yeah, so, we're 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 in the we're in the Blizzard hype train mode still. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's There'll gonna, be a phase where we got to come down a little bit. Nothing's going to derail it for a little while. Yeah. Um. I think it'll be curious. Just a random observation that I'm curious about is the dynamic of Microsoft pulling Zenimax and Bethesda closer in because they had a couple stumbles and then acquiring Activision Blizzard and then immediately being like, yeah, we want Blizzard to be a separate entity and do their own thing. Yeah. Which, it makes sense, but I just think it's an interesting dynamic. And I'm wondering, I'm curious to see how Microsoft, Xbox, the Xbox execs and the Xbox entity handles juggling the different personalities of these companies. Like, if you'll see like a, um, like I think Sony just basically handles most of their studios exactly the same. They'll have, they have like a couple favorites every, that changes slowly but um they generally just like treat all their studios the same way i think unless they start failing like and i mean failing i don't think they're gonna be anywhere near as hands-on the closest that hands-on they'll be would be like suggesting hey can we do starcraft hey can we do whatever yeah versus like bethesda had multiple stinkers and then they put their hands on them for starfield and relatively it turned out pretty well yeah and then i feel like they're probably staring at them going now see what we did with starfield we're gonna try to stay away for elder scrolls but you fucking better understand what we're looking for yeah so well, at the same time just ignoring halo infinite 
being like, you're a multiplayer game now. No one's, we're not talking about the story anymore. Oh, Halo is... Uh, I feel like they probably took 343 Industries and they're just beating them in the closet repetitively. Like being like, you've earned this, and they're just beating <laughs> them in the closet. <laughs> they're not even doing that. They're just walking through the hall of Todd's like, what's behind that door? And they're like, don't open that Don't door. They open, open it, and door. it's just 343 tied to a chair, James Bond style. And every now and then, it's them, <laughs> Phil Spencer, walking in with that knotted rope and just <laughs> smacking him in the balls. Uh, now for a quote from an interview with Holly Longdale, VP and executive producer of WOW. On WOW making its way to consoles. Quote, yeah, we talk about it all the time. I think we're pretty well positioned, which is kind of why we talk about it. To your earlier point, for a console audience, the approachability is likely going to be different. Right now, we're focused on the World Soul Saga. If that comes up, then we'll re-examine things. But man, we've got enough to deal with right now. We've got these three expansions, and we're so excited about them. But yeah, of course, it would be very insincere, insincere to say that we're not like, of course, we're talking about that. We're Microsoft now. End quote. Um, Makes sense. I mean, they support controllers, so. They do. I think I it's going to be in one of those where it's like, hey, it's on Xbox. Pause. And that'll be, we'll just wait. Yeah. Um, I find the idea very interesting. But at the same time, I feel like it's kind of a landmine because you couldn't really do it with controller, but they have keyboard mouse support. They also have controller support in WoW. Do they really? Yes. And do people use it? There are at least two people I know for a fact that play with a controller right now. What the fuck? Yep. How? I don't know. I don't know how you have everything bound, but it is possible. This is like that fucking grenade throw into the fucking ace thing. I, I hate this world. <laughs> Why don't you people comply with physics? We've, we've talked about this before. Because I've I've brought this up because going into I think it was coming out of Shadow Oh I gotta sneeze. That's not loud, first off. Pineapple. Why is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I hate it. I feel dirty for doing that to you. <laughs> I like I'm gonna fucking piss a pineapple onto you. <laughs> uh Ooh, the pinky. <laughs> The I think we talked about it coming out of Shadowlands going into 10.0. Yeah, I think uh, we did. I remember vaguely. that in, in the end of Shadowlands is when they finally pushed the patch for full controller support. Okay. And I was like, this could be a massive selling point because it was also the beginning of the Xbox uh, Microsoft Blizzard conversation. Okay. And I was like, they could do it. They have the they fully support controllers and the one that they're modeling it after, I'm pretty sure is the Xbox controller because it's the one that just Work with the PC. Yeah. It doesn't have to have the extra software that like a PlayStation or whatever does. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like, okay. It, they, they, there's a whole UI. There's tra- like, there's controller. It, it's fully supported. So, All right. Well, uh, you know, um, don't listen to what I say. Uh, wow. It's going to be on Xbox probably like in six months. <laughs> That'd be wild be wild if by june they were like eh, it's on console now <laughs> wow it's coming to game pass what 
If they say, oh, I'd fucking lose my shit. That would be a terrible business move. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Uh. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I could see them saying that WoW is on Game Pass, but not the subscription part. Yeah. Where they say like the expansions are included with your ultimate or whatever, but the actual like subscription you still need to have. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm sure they probably. Do I want to know what Jesus Christ was? Uh, uh, woman. Yeah. Oh. The old wife went ball and chain. The old ball and chain went out to dinner with some friends. So my mom uh, watched Aiden. Is watching Aiden or watched oh, okay. him. You know, typical. She out with my ball and chain. Yeah, that's that's one of them. I miss her so. And then there's the. Uh... It's wild that she doesn't even know. She doesn't even know. She pretends like she doesn't know. <laughs> doesn't acknowledge it. It's really rude uh... when you think about. It. <laughs> How dare you? Um. All right. Last thing for Blizzard. Sam Wise. I don't, I don't. For the record, I don't know that I can make those jokes in front of her. Probably not. She'd probably beat you up. She probably would. (laughs) I would at least get one dirty look before something got thrown at me. I think she'd do like an awkward laugh and just be like, no. Deadpan. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. The best part is I don't even think she would hit me with a you wish. I think it would just be a (laughs) absolutely not. (laughs) It's worse. (laughs) Be like, come on. Throw me a bone here. Literally. You're just a guy. Um, <clears throat> I'm just here. Women. Mysteries. <laughs> uh, Sam Wise Didier. 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 Do you know this person's? I'm going to guess it's Didier. Didier. That sounds probably right. French. Yeah. Senior art director at Blizzard since 1991 is retiring from Blizzard Entertainment. Apparently, he coined the name Warcraft 
that's that's a pretty pretty solid. Hey, uh, I didn't do anything else there for the entire time, but I coined the name Warcraft. And like, you know what? Sold. You have a job. What was you like? And was one of two developers two. who pitched Warcraft orcs and humans. He's one of the OGs, apparently. I mean, that's pretty fucking OG. And I, I, so I based this statement on a Reddit comment, and I was like, "All right." And the dude sourced his statements, um, because there was a conversation being like, "Oh, you know, this this is pretty significant news." And I went through and I I read the articles, and I was like, "Oh, this is legit," because it was like basically these like articles that were like you know the origins of type situations with quotes from names that more people would recognize than the Samwise. Wild wild being there for 10, 20, 32 years. Yeah. Retiring. Probably, probably was like, you know, we're in a good spot. I'm calling it quits. Yeah. I don't need to come up with Warcraft two anymore. Fuck this. (laughs) Yeah. I'm out. (laughs) Number six, according to a new published, New report published on Bloomberg. Developer Sledgehammer Games was forced to make Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 in half the time usually allotted to a new Call of Duty installment. Activision has enforced three-year cycles among its three main studios, which are Infinity Ward, Treyarch, and Sledgehammer. The Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 was reportedly made in less than a year and a half. There was talk of this year's game being a Modern Warfare 2 DLC. This is back-end. What? Backed. I wanted to say back-ended. That doesn't make any sense. This is backed again by the new report, with Bloomberg adding that it was meant to be a smaller spin-off-like experience, codenamed Jupiter, set in Mexico. You boys like Mexico? However, in the summer of 2022, Activision executives told Sledgehammer Games they would be making a full-fledged direct sequel to last year's game with a story once again centered on Vladimir Makarov as the main antagonist. The development staff was essentially forced to work nights and weekends to finish Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 on time. Sledgehammer had originally pitched Advanced Warfare 2 to Activision. The project, codenamed Anvil, was reportedly ambitious with a full campaign, multiplayer, and zombies mode. However, it had to be set aside rather quickly to make way for this new Modern Warfare chapter. Last but not least, Bloomberg gathered complaints from Sledgehammer employees regarding the mandatory oversight Is that supposed to be regarding the mandatory oversight from Infinity Ward, which made development inefficient as it caused a back and forth and sometimes undesired changes in force from above? I guess the just the phrasing of mandatory oversight just confused the hell out of me for a second. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, there have definitely been a lot of things that I've seen, I don't really give a shit because whatever. Yeah, it's Call, of Duty. Call of Duty. Um, but I've seen a lot of things kind of coming out of some people that have been like, a lot of their main selling points are features that they removed out of Modern Warfare 2 that everybody was like, what the fuck are you doing? And now they're putting them back in and things that should have never been changed or like, they're, are their selling points? And like, it doesn't make any sense and yada, yada, yada. And it's like seeing a lot of this stuff where it's like, okay, now, now those comments make sense, given the light that it was a half the amount of time. Yeah, I mean, that's another whole aspect of the Microsoft deal. It's like, how does Microsoft handle Call of Duty? It's just like a whole other fucking beast. Like, 
Yeah. Do you do you just like let it be? Do you, do you, do you tell, try to get in there do, and start? Do you tell Blizzard you're fine? Your brother, however, I'm gonna fucking choke out. They're going in. They're going in the room next to three four three. Activision, get over here. Give me your balls. Why can't you be more like Blizzard? Um. Nah, I just it's kind of like a weird one because like obviously Call of Duty prints money. So do you just like let the formula lie and like do its thing, or do you like get in there and start like tinkering, being like, well, let's switch this up, like. You probably tinker somewhat, but you probably tinker to the point of being like, make them stick to like three year cycles. If you're going to do a three stuff. year, which has worked for you so far, then do that. There's no reason to rush, uh, you know, another modern war, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Like, just yeah. do what you've been do- You've been printing money. Why are you trying to interrupt your own cash flow? I wonder what's going to happen is if you get like st- studios who want to bail in the formula, like, Sledgehammer, for example, if they're just like, we don't want to make Call of Duty anymore. I don't know if they can actually do that. Yeah. I mean, they they can be like angry and be like, we don't want to do this anymore. But it's like, you're our studio. Yeah, I know. But like, it's Microsoft and they have that like good guy aura where it's like, oh, we let people do what they want. Yeah, that's true. Okie dokie. Artichokey. <clears throat> What are we on here? Number seven. Valve has unveiled the Steam Deck OLED console, which will be shipping on November 16th. The handheld 7.4-inch display will feature brighter colors and be roughly 5% lighter than the base model. Valve also said the Steam Deck OLED has 30 to 50% more battery life when compared to the original console. Additionally, it will provide faster game downloads due to its Wi-Fi 6E capability. The new portable will have 512 gigs and 1 terabyte models, which will cost consumers $549 and $649 respectively. Additionally, Valve announced that it will be phasing out at 64 gig and 512 gig LCD consoles. They will be available for purchase until they're sold out of stock. Also, all of the existing models got a price drop. The 64 gig is down to 349. The 256 gig, which is the only one of the three not being discontinued, is down to 399. That's its current that's its permanent price now pretty good and finally the 512 gig lcd is 449 those are some pretty fucking good i mean 399 399 is really tempting um but at the same time oh that's gonna be so pretty i mean even even 550 for a 512 gig oled is not horrid considering it's not it's not horrid especially knowing that you can flip that drive yeah and now now that They've been around for so long, and you we've seen what they're capable of, their reliability, how well they're built, how much people like them. Valve is iterating faster than Nintendo. <sighs> yeah, whisper that sweet loveliness in my eardrums. Mm. Where's Half-Life 3, you fucking cunts? Nintendo Sorry. makes games. Ha! Shaked him. Stabbed him. <laughs> Got me. 
I picked him up just to stab him again. <laughs> uh, that is kind of weird, though. All right, so Valve's turned into a hardware company, and Nintendo's turned into a software company. Not turned into, but, like, embraced. Yeah. It's, it, working on it. Yeah. Um, like, refusing to let their bad side die. Yeah. Like, that person that opens their closet and still sees their emo outfit, and they're like, I'll come back for you one day. I had a jacket like that for a while. I miss, I used to have a, it was a white hoodie. Mm-hmm. It was a zip. Yeah. It was Vans. Yeah. Okay. And that shit was so comfy. I wore that, that was, for I like a, a year. I had a Volcron. And I mean every day. Uh, A fucking jacket with, the, it was plaid. Plaid jacket. Okay. Purple shiny liner. Oh, nailed it. Yeah. And it was the bee's knees. But naturally, I got older. I got fatter. Yep. Didn't I had fit. a I had a decently tight black element one mm-hmm. that had the thumb sleeves. Before they were cool. Before they were cool. And oh man, that felt so good. Had that. Had a gray and purple striped one. Gamer had a blue and or blue and gray striped one as well. Gaming. Oh the poof. My hoodie game was on fucking point, and it still is, frankly. <laughs> I uh, we and had there's a conversation. one thing I don't drop. It's my hoodie game. He's got that those fire hoodies. Um, that frame rate one. Shout out frame rate merch dot com. <laughs> Ray, you're welcome. You better be paying it. Huh? <laughs> um, it, the problem with that one, it's a it's a thick hoodie. Yeah, it's a winter hoodie. I will die in the summer if I wear that. Yeah. I need some more hoodies. I need to stop buying hoodies. I have too many hoodies. I need to like just the thing with clothes is I hate buying clothes. Same, hundred percent. Um, but I really need to buy clothes because like it's kind of the point where like everything's just ragged and I'm just wearing the same shit over and over. Yeah, and over there's again. De- I and I just don't want to do it. <laughs> I purposely have like two bags right now that are going to donation. I probably have three technically. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I'm just like, okay. And will I go shop to replace what I'm getting rid of? Absolutely not. <laughs> anyway, should we talk about rumors? Rumor roundup. Number eight. And seven day happened. There was a teaser. And it references none other than Mass Effect Andromeda. Tom Henderson said the game is out. Or sorry, said that the new Mass Effect game is three to four years out. And Jeff Grubb saying that the next Mass Effect won't be out until 2029. And you fucks. Do you remember, Matt? I know you do. Do I'm you gonna, remember? You know, the 21st September. Um, two years ago, maybe. Okay. When EA was doing that, that jumbo cut in that trailer, I think at E3. Yeah. And people we know went... Was that Dragon Age? Was that Mass Effect? And in that moment, you and I... Was that the one where they said, is that Dragon Age? And it was a fucking fence in front was, of a tree or whatever? Exactly, yes. Okay. And you and I both looked at each other and went, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they're, they were too... The the people at the time were being too stupid to think what oh, yeah. this means. Oh, yeah. 
It's us, the same feeling. Us being soured industry veterans at this point. <laughs> it was the same feeling I got when Bethesda's like, oh, Elder Scrolls 6. I was like, you dumb fucks. Yeah, except that one, they directly said it. Yeah. The other one, they just implied that those two game franchises existed and were like, oh, no. They, yeah. That was a that was the equivalent of somebody opening MS Paint and driving, just drawing in the title. There's no first off. Uh, three to four years. Okay, whatever. If the game EA will not allow Bioware to develop a game till twenty twenty nine, they will kill Bioware before. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, no. Bioware will not live to see twenty twenty nine. No. Nope. Hey, that's when the next one's coming out. Well, okay. rip. Oh, my that, God. Tell you what, right now, that means it's either not coming out or EA is selling Bioware. Yeah. With that IP. EA's not. Uh, first off, don't even get your hopes up on that one, people who listen, who are Bioware fans. EA does not allow things to leave their fucking cold, dead hands, all right? They will... They will never sell Bioware. They'll never sell the IP. They will just smother it out with a pillow and then fucking drink your tears while taking the money out of your back pocket. <laughs> while staring at you as you keep asking what happened and go, I don't know what, who or what you're talking about. What are you about. talking about? Bioware. I don't know what that is. Never existed. Get the fuck out of here. You're talking crazy. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Red which is the feudal Japan one, will have a map bigger than Valhalla, but smaller than Odyssey. I have no fucking idea what that means. I thought they were the same size. Does that just (laughs) basically mean it's bigger than the United Kingdom, but smaller than Italy and North Africa? All right. So, like, France? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up Assassin's Creed map size comparisons while you're It will feature less markers and less guidance a la Elden Ring. According to the leaker, enemies will have a posture bar like in Sekiro's Shadows Die Twice. Opponents in the next entry in the series will be much better at defending themselves. Uh Red's protagonists, Naoi and Yasake, will be able to use different abilities. The female Shinobi will be able to use a kunai with chain. That's a Yu-Gi-Oh reference, Matt. Kunai, uh, Shuriken, Smoke Bombs, and Bells, while Yasuke's abilities have yet to be revealed. Both will be able to use a grappling hook to move around and hide in grass by going prone. Prone, first time probably in Assassin's Creed, because I don't think prone I is... I think it is. Yeah, first time. A normal thing. Uh, among the new gameplay systems will be a spy system that will allow players to recruit enemy spies if they decide to spare them after assaulting their camps. Um, first off, Assassin's Creed Black Flag yes. is bigger than Valhalla. That's, yeah, I mean, it does take place in an ocean. Yeah, but still. And I fucking hate it. And this gets really confusing because it's like, 
are the are our is all right. So our scale is Valhalla to Odyssey. Does that include the sea? Are we including Norway and Greece or Norway and England together? Are you are you including Nova Scotia? Because if we're including because the technically sea, they go to Canada. So in Valhalla, <laughs> like I didn't I. I don't know. I guess I have no frame of reference for like how big Assassin's Creed maps are because apparently Odyssey if you if you include the sea Odyssey is twice over twice the size of Valhalla. So here's yes, but here's also the problem with with doing this entire If thing. you don't include okay. Odyssey sea, hold the fuck up. It's still bigger than Valhalla with Valhalla including the sea. So yeah. there's more landmass in Odyssey than there is the entire map in Valhalla. Right. So it, So in between those two is what we're looking at. There's a red. There's a Japan. Somewhere is in between there. Exactly. Here's what I'm going to say about maps. The relative size of maps does not matter. No, it doesn't. The crew, which you could drive from New York to San Francisco and then do a world tour, and we did, is probably the size of Odyssey. Yeah. But how you actually traverse that world is the issue. And I swear to God, if I am in Japanese boats for 80% of my playtime, I'm gonna lose my shit. You, I respect that, but <laughs> Ubisoft. No, no, you don't. Ubisoft, because Skull and Bones exists or doesn't. We all, we both know. We both know that there's gonna be fucking little samurai boats in this goddamn game. But if they're the samurai boats like they were in Origins, where mm-hmm. it was like, hey, hop on this little dinghy, get across. Yeah. Fine. Because mm-hmm. the option is otherwise right around, I can live with that. But if it's Black Flag, if it's Odyssey, if it's if there's a whole ship thing, mm-hmm. fuck off. Yeah, I can't. Because that's why you have Skull and Bones. And that brings me back to what comes out first, Red or Skull and Bones? Red. Yeah. Annoyingly, you're correct. What if they put Skull and Bones, like, Easter eggs in it? You know, like how you could get um, Sly Cooper and Ghost of Tsushima? Shush- uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, putting all those things, it's like you, you do a boat and then you get, like, a pirate flag. And it's like, huh, it's a weird Skull and Bones flag. And then there's, like, a fourth, there's a fourth wall break character pan back to you like do you get it that's when you get on a plane you fly to france you find yigimon and you punch him in the face (laughs) eve i am here for skull and bones i have been told you haven't (laughs) oh my god release it so we may move on do you think they're scared now just scared to release it or do you think they're genuinely said you know what it's already a meme. Let's just let's let's make it a good game. I think they're scared. 
Okay. I, but I, we're on the same page. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely think they're scared because I think they're worried that if they put it out in public again to like, hey, here's reviews, here's play, test it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be like, what have you been waiting for? This game was ready a year ago, and there's no market improvement from then till now. You know what's what even more wild? The same fucking company has Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yeah. Which, that's not a real game either. Where's the Division game? That's going to reach the levels pretty soon. That's the other thing. We're going to get to that. Because the next, we're going to, one of the short things is the Division Resurgence. Where the fuck is Heartland? Isn't Resurgence the mobile game? Yes. Okay, then. Glad we're talking about that. All right. Now for the questionable things we didn't write full paragraphs on. Woo-hoo! Epic Games and Google are having a big lawsuit. I just can't do it. Okay. We didn't talk about it. There was a whole shit ton of stuff about it. Here's your two fucking tidbits from it. Google offered Epic $147 million to put Fortnite on Google Play. And Epic Game Store still isn't profitable. Moving on. Fortnite's return to the original island drew a record 44.7 million players. A lot of people. That is a lot of fucking people. Just think about it. I don't want to. That is like all of New York City. Actually, that might be that's one big, third of New York City. But I think New York, I think that's more people than are in New York City, isn't it? Hold on. New York City population. Population. Okay, yeah, my bad. I'm horribly off on all these numbers. That is, what was it, 44? Mm-hmm. Five and a half times the population of New York City. Fortnite. Oh. Whatever. All right, number three, laid off employees of Keyword Studios are planning to strike outside BioWare Edmonton's headquarters. EA and Bioware allegedly objected to the former employees striking outside their offices because they were remote workers. What does that matter? I don't know, dude. It's EA and Bioware. You know, What's they're just. That, what does that mean? Oh, sorry. No, you're uh, you work remote. You're not allowed to strike. Yeah. It's like you're you work remote. You can't show up in front of our building. Yeah. I'll fucking I'll show up. We hide you to. for a reason. You're not real people. Cybersecurity firm Kapersky. Yep. Why does that sound right? Kapersky. Calls up to me. I don't think we've ever said it out loud. Caper Sky? No, that's (laughs) real. Kapersky's latest report says Minecraft players have been the most targeted by gaming cybersecurity threats. What's the uh what's the what's the current um the current uh reputation of these of this this one of Kapersky? Meh. I mean meh. as far as I'm concerned, most antiviruses, like ninety five percent of them, I just kinda go meh. Meh. There's some that are worse than well, others. Well then haven't other most of them pivoted at this point away from cybersecurity or from uh, away from antivirus or no? They still kind of they've they been still, trying to find other ways to make money, but they're like, still the, getting the old people to buy them. Exactly. Okay. It's the AOL disc getting sent to the house type thing. But the none of them the bar, like the highest praise I will ever give one of them is meh. Meh. All right, there you go. 
Number five, Crunchyroll is the latest streaming service to add mobile games to its offering. The Sony-owned anime broadcaster introduced the Crunchyroll Game Vault on November 7th, the day that will live on Infamy, which will be, well, it's December 7th, but a month before, uh, which will be available for subscribers on the services of Mega and Ultimate Fan Tiers. I was wondering what those fucking tiers were for. Uh, Not worth it is what they were for. <laughs> Snoop Dogg and his son are launching Death Row Games and will focus on giving minority creators and artists a platform to develop and publish for Fortnite using the game's Unreal Editor. Nexon CEO Owen Mahoney will step down in March and be replaced by Young Hun Lee. Number eight. The Division Resurgence Regional Beta will begin on November 16th, 2023, in the U.S., Brazil, and Australia. Number nine, Xbox reported that there will be a total of 19.6 million, that there were, were a total of 19.6 million enforcements issued during the six months ending on June 2023. They crack in the whip. They're saying, clean up your act, bitches. Yeah. Number 10, Sony will release six live titles by the end of March 2026 instead of the 12 initially announced. Sony's COO and CFO, Hiroki... (laughs) This guy's fucking name kills me. I know, fucking Hiroki Totoki. (laughs) Hiroki Totoki. It's a fucking Yakuza character. It really is. (laughs) Anyways, Hiroki said, quote, in the mid to long term, we want to push this kind of service, and that's the unchanged policy of the company. It's not like we want to stick to certain titles, but game quality should be the most important, end quote. PlayStation 5 shipped 4.9 million units during Q2 of 2023. Sony is ending PlayStation integration on X, the site formerly known as Twitter. (laughs) Fucking hate that. I do too. 13, Activision Blizzard, Microsoft Corporation, Epic Games, Electronic Arts, and Ubisoft have been targeted by a lawsuit accusing them of enabling video game addiction. What the fuck do you think capitalism is, you fucking idiots? Number 14. Embracer's ongoing restructuring program could also include Time Splitter's Maker Free Radical Design. Staffers at the developer have been informed it could close up shop per evaluation of the game developer. Just saying Free Radical just made me think of the band, the New Radicals, and now I want a bucket hat. All right. 15, the chief operating officer of Embracer Group has left in the middle of the company's turbulent restructuring program to form his own company. It's a consultancy startup called Strunk Games. Strunk? That's his name. Oh, okay. It's S-T-R-U-N-K-E. Oh, okay. Uh, That doesn't change, actually. (laughs) No. It's probably pronounced some weird way. Number 16, during their earnings report, Warner Bros. Discovery said they plan on, quote, transforming our biggest franchises from largely console and PC-based 
with three to four year release schedules to include more always on gameplay through live services, multi-platform and free to play extensions. What does that quote. count as for them though? That I don't know. What do they own? Uh, whatever they own. Well, uh, Hogwarts or. Okay. Um, Batman. Batman. I mean, whatever they do have, they're they're making. They want to do live services. So, I I mean, there's Hogwarts MMO is always a, a guaranteed money grab. Like break glass, yeah. Make it. People will go nuts. It'll crash within the first uh, 120 days. I've kind of like lost any sort of faith in. Any new MMO is just based on the track oh, yeah, record no. of which, like which you everyone should, you released should have no in the past. Like, there's there is years. nothing that I have looked at new MMOs and gone, yep, I'm ready to make that mistake again. Yeah. Um, seventeen. I want to be proven wrong. For the record, I want oh, yeah. to be proven wrong. Hundred percent. The MMOs are some of my favorite gaming experiences. Just period. I still think back every now and then to running 55 runs inside of Guild Wars. Mm-hmm. All good. I mean, I've had good experiences with uh, Lord of the Rings Online. Star Wars was great. Star Wars, uh, Galaxies, Guild Wars. Um, even the ones that didn't survive that I played for a short amount of time. Like, uh, I can't even think of that one that was fucking... You didn't play Wildstar. I tried it. I didn't do Wildstar. I didn't um, make it very far. What the hell was that one called? Something saga, saga of heroes, maybe or well, there was city of heroes, not city of heroes and city of villains. Yep, this never, was like a never fantasy. understood why. Never understood why those were two games. There was DC Online. Yeah, I didn't do that. I played that one because it was on PS3. It was like a fantasy MMO that uh, fantasy Star Online. <laughs> that didn't it didn't last, but it was like you know just one of those ones that popped up. Yeah. Um. Rockstar Games announced that in early December they will be releasing the first trailer for GTA 6 to celebrate the studio's 25th anniversary. Game Awards? I know. You can you imagine if Keely, Keely like blows his load trying to get it to show up? He already did. He, he, but then they, they release it two days before. That'd be fucking great. He did post, you know, and alluded to the fact that it'll be at Game Awards, so... Yeah, but re- reveal it like two days before, and then also put it in the Game Awards, so it's not exclusive. Right. <laughs> um, and then finally, there were some trailers. There was a lot, a lot of trailers this week, actually. Um, this new Ghostbusters movie. Uh, apparently, Netflix is doing an, a live-action Avatar: the Last Airbender. Rumors of Shrek Four. Um, apparently, there's another Mean Girls. Yep. And then finally, the Masters of the Air is coming out. On Apple, which is the third series from um, Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks's production companies for, you know, Band of Brothers in the Pacific. Yeah, so decent track record. Yeah, I watched the trailer and I'm I'm a little skeptical. Skeptical, yeah, it's a good way to put it. Just kind of like, yeah, it just doesn't have like, it looks too clean, looks too like. Mm. Like blockbustery, you know, gotcha. it doesn't have the no heart. Yeah, it doesn't have like the the Band of Brothers Pacific or like grit. 
I hate saying gritty, but they're like down to earth. Like they, they, they feel real. Yeah. They're grounded. Yes. This one's literally not because they're in airplanes. (laughs) (laughs) If they were grounded, it would be a problem. (laughs) All right, cool. Yeah. So it's been, uh, been seven days. She's been up to. It's been rough. Sorry to hear that. Not really. It's just, you know, work. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> uh, we, I did start maneuvering the office. Uh, so probably after this weekend, I'll actually be able to put, um, put the extrusion together. Are you going to be able to assemble it outside and then put it in, or are you going to have to do it inside? I think I'm going to assemble it outside and put it in because it should it should easily go through a doorway or anything like that. Um, I just want to sure. But I know what's going to happen, so I'm going to put it together, and then I'm going to immediately get antsy because I don't have – I need to get a seat still. Oh, yeah. You're going to you're gonna get to that 80% mark and go, that's it. I'm ordering everything. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so I need a seat. I need to figure out what I'm going to do for a, mon- a monitor or monitor situation. And um, and then that's like the bare minimum, I think. And I haven't decided what to do about the seat is pretty straightforward. Um, the monitor stuff, though, I need I need to get a mount. I need to figure out mounting and and monitor. So hmm. the uh, on one hand, I want to one one hand. It's like oh, I I should take a trip to um, micro center slash Ikea and get the sim labs triple monitor mount and just, Oh, right, right. and just like, you know, buy know, once, know, cry yeah, once. I know roughly which one you're talking about. And then just buy a monitor for the start and then buy yeah. two more as you feel it. Yeah. But once, once like, Oh, well, why don't I get like an ultra wide for now? And then if I decide to do like, if it, if it's something, it's a hobby that I, sustain then i'll move the ultra wide to the desk and then get triples but i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens the whole thing it is a whole thing and then there's one side of me because like there's this well inside of you there are two wolves yes um (laughs) i need spacers like so when i ordered the rig i had a plan in place to get a certain type of wheelbase um, and then Fanatec started selling their, their stuff cheap because they had new models coming out. And like, so I bought one of them, which that was not in the original plan. Oh, so to get that to mount on the rig, I need spacers like these little aluminum spacers. And I could, I'm probably going to rig it up, like just get some washers or something like that to make it work. Um, but I also thought about like selling the Fanatec stuff or whatever, and then purchasing something on Black Friday because there's probably gonna be sales. Right? But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I bought one of the fifty dollars yes, uh, PlayStation controllers. Yeah, just so I had a second one because I was like, I low, lowest price is gonna be. Yeah. Yep. 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 So I got a black one. Mm-hmm. That is. uh Stick it with tradition. If I got the black, I console, saw it. I get the white one. 
I saw the sale, but then I was like, I don't, I don't even need a fucking another controller because, like, what the frankly, fuck are- neither did I. But I was just like in that off chance where I want one and like want to keep playing yeah. something. I won't buy another one. I made that mistake with a PS3 where I bought three. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, but why? Yeah. Hey, right, what have you been up to? Uh, vibing, vibing. New WoW patches out. New raid and stuff starts next Tuesday, so that'll be the that'll be the go time, the true go time. You got you raiding? No. Okay. Coward. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Uh, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do about that yet. Something will come together. I have offers. But not like in a in a fun type of offers. Yeah. Like, you know, it's the it's the homie that hits you up and says, Yo, if you ever want to just like come hang out, come hang out, like mm-hmm. we could use you. And I'm like, Yeah, but y'all suck. Like, he's good. And then the rest yeah. of them were just kinda like the tell as old as time. Yeah, it's like I'd I'd rather <laughs> go with my boys and hope that it was better, but I, I have no idea. I don't yeah. I don't think at the moment, I don't have a desire to raid either. So that's the kind of other problem where I'm just kind of like, eh. I think they kind of go hand in hand, which is the problem. Yeah, they do. Like, if you, if you had... If I have the desire, I'm going to go hunt and find something. Yeah, but if also if there was like a, a really good group to raid with, then I'd probably be like... I'd be in much yeah. more into it, yeah. that That is true. Um yeah, like if I had a if if it, we were remaking a group and it was with all the people and I could eliminate all the ones I don't like and we were just like well it was ten of us let's go and be like all right I'm in let's go yeah uh, but that's not the case mm-hmm. uh, so here we are the wasn't say um but yeah so Mythic Plus and everything will be out and we'll be we'll be going hard in that played a little bit of the Yaxa. Like yeah. a dragon, Gaiden, a man who erased his name, looking hot. It's pretty. That is nice. It's the it's the first true Yakuza game I've played. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a dragon, in the first one with Ichiban is a turn based game, so it's very different comparatively. Yeah. Uh, and this one is taking the timeline. I believe is taking place alongside Like a Dragon. Hmm. So, like, if you've played or watched the Ichiban one, and then things are happening in this game where you're like, wait a second. They're like, oh, yeah, a couple days ago, so-and-so got dropped off. Like, this guy with a bullet wound got dropped off. And you're like, wait, a couple days ago? That's that's when that happened? Oh. And it's like, now you're you're in, like, parallel timelines mm-hmm. to then push you towards infinite wealth and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Seeing the pieces. Yeah, which is really entertaining. Then, uh, Alan Week Two. I'm up to like the third. I I there's two. The way that I guess they define it is that there's two chapters. There's chapters as Wake and there's chapters as Saga. Okay. Um, it's like ten each or something like that. And I'm in the first one of Alan Wake, so I think that's technically like overall chapter three. Um, so making making progress through that, and yeah, that's where we're at. 
playing games. Then you got football manager that you're going to yeah, dig that's, into. That's like just in like the background of like maybe I'll launch it at some point, but I got all the haunting stuff. specter of like come manage a team. But it can always be there. That's the Let's key. Let's win a cup or two. Mm, it can always be there. I've got a lot of other things I got to do first. Because even the other two are going to get pushed aside once the new WoW stuff comes out. Yeah. I'm like going, going, going. Are they doing a race? Yeah, race starts Tuesday. Tuesday. So is Mythic dropping Tuesday. when the raid drops? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Everything's Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Though they're probably not going to be in a Mythic until at least Thursday, Friday. Probably. They're probably sitting heroic for a bit, run mm-hmm. a ton of that, and then start stepping into Mythic. Anything, uh, is there anything known about it? Or is it about the raid? Ah, just the normal stuff that like, testing wise will tell you, but there's okay. nothing, nothing to like. Ooh, it's gonna nothing be wild. Worthy. Yeah. The fun stuff is gonna be watching. There's nothing. There's nothing going into it where you're like, ooh, it's like no, no, mm-hmm. just we'll see. Um, the final boss will be interesting. I think there's a light, legendary somewhere in this raid. Nobody knows what it is yet. I mean, we, we know like what it is, but we don't know what it is. If that makes yeah. sense. Like they've told us what slot. It's a weapon. It's a two-headed axe. It's what you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nobody knows like the special effect or the stats on it because it's not in the game. Yeah. So everybody's like, "What is it?" We'll see. Ooh. So hopefully that's at least interesting. That'll give somebody, but that won't be until you know, probably after the raid. Mm-hmm. In terms of relevancy, I don't know what will happen before the. Before mythic kill happens, so but yeah, I'll give me something to watch, give me something to do. Then we're into Thanksgiving, and then it's like, yeah, bang, 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 bang. And the year's over with. We do it all again. Yep. Start the snow next, on the ground. Start the next trip around the sun. Yep. Hopefully, we fly into the sun this year. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't even make it into the sun. That's the best part about that. <laughs> We wouldn't make it literally into the next ring. No, it would just atmosphere would burn off. We'd all die. It'd be fine. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> Only the best. <laughs> <laughs> Only positive on this podcast, let me uh, tell you. That just, yeah. That's what people describe us as. Positive people. Positive, uplifting. Motivational. Well, yeah, motivational. Balanced. Oh, totally balanced. Optimistic. <laughs> just 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 general bright Hormonally spots. Hormonally sane. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's enough. We'll see you guys in seven days. Bye-bye. Toodaloo. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.